You are now entering Nowhere, California. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to us on your favorite podcast sites like iTunes by searching Nowhere, California. A reminder, Nowhere, California podcast is our old feed, so please subscribe to Nowhere, California, our new feed. Also, you can get your Nowhere, California fix online by going to our official website, NowhereCalifornia.com, and emailing us at Nowhere underscore California at Yahoo.com. Ideas from everywhere, voices from nowhere since 2011. Welcome to Nowhere California Presents, our conversation with Lou and Scott from Beacon Point. Hey everybody, it's Josh, and like I just said, this is uh, Nowhere California Presents. This time around, we are talking to the director of Beacon Point Blue, Eric Blue, for the people that want his full name, and Scott, uh, producer from the movie Beacon Point. As always with these Nowhere California Presents, it's great to talk to these guys to find out the creative process of the development of Beacon Point and just their journey in general through the world of filmmaking and uh, creativity and everything like that. So as always, I'm going to keep these intros very short because I tend to ramble and not make any sense. So I'm going to just throw it right now to the conversation because that's the important part. So right now, here's our conversation with Blue and Scott. We are now joined by Blue, the director of Beacon Point, and Scott, one of the producers of Beacon Point. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. Thanks for having us. Not a Thanks, problem. Josh. Not a problem. Um, I guess just to jump right into everything, uh, when did your guys' uh, I guess passion for filmmaking uh, begin? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll start out. Um, this is Blue. Um, you know, for me, it was 1977 when I saw Star Wars at the movie theater with my uh, with my my parents, and it was kind of it grabbed me. That was the moment I knew I wanted to make movies. Pretty simple, really. Yeah, I have to confess, for me, it was E.T. <laughs> but uh, but definitely keeping it in the, uh, the Spielberg-Lucas family as, as inspiration when you're a kid and you realize that that might actually be something you can do for a living. Which is funny, because Beacon Point's a sci-fi thriller, so uh, we both we, our first feature uh, for both of us is now a sci-fi movie. And we both got our start in filmmaking by falling in love with sci-fi movies, so it's Pretty cool. That's an that's an awesome way to start the journey. Yeah, for sure. Especially those two movies. I'll, I'll be honest. I have never seen ET. I'm I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> oh, travesty! Yeah, my mom does not let me forget about it. Um, you guys were uh, you mentioned both uh, your kind of your love for sci-fi. Um, is there is that like the genre that you guys like to work with, or do you prefer to kind of go uh, through every genre? We've done. Scott and I have worked on a lot of movies together. We've done a ton of short films and, and webisodes and, and uh, music videos and, and corporate stuff. Uh, but as far as like narrative uh, fiction goes, you know, we've worked mostly in like thriller and comedy are the two. We kind of you know bounce back and forth between those two. Scott, do you want to add to that? Yeah, I'd say that, that one of our short films that we had done that was probably our, our, our biggest critical hit, a short film called Lost Crossing. I'm sure Eric. Uh, talk more about that. It was, it was, it had a thriller element, but uh, very much a dramatic film, and that was good and, and deep. And we'd get choked up by the performances, and it, it was a beautiful film and wonderful to work on. Uh, but, but I definitely would have to say that, that we're both, that we both have a love of the chase and and action and, and having that visceral experience in the theater. Yeah, Lost Crossing was really cool because uh, we were working with a uh, amazing actress by the name of Melissa. McBride, and uh, a lot of people know Melissa now as Carol on The Walking Dead. So uh, this is before she was years before she was doing Walking Dead. 
obviously she hit big and she deserves it. Um, but she was in our film Lost Crossing, which if you go to our website, blueanternfilms.com, you can uh, get Lost Crossing there. It's a uh, great movie. I'm definitely going to be checking that one out. Uh, uh, for Blue, uh, what is your process when you begin to write? Um, you know, it starts with like one little snippet in my head. Uh, it starts with like a really compelling scene or moment, like um, something that just like just grabs me. Uh, you know, um, for this movie, it was, and I, I don't want to say too much because there's spoilers involved, but but um, the movie uh, Beacon Point takes place on the Appalachian Trail and has to do with campers. And it has to do with um, an experience I had camping where me and my uh, girlfriend, who's now my wife, Karen, uh, were camping years ago. And there was something out in the woods. We were all alone. We were in a part of the Appalachian Trail where there was no other campers around us. And there was something out in the woods and it didn't sound like an, uh, an animal. And it was out there and I felt like it was watching us. And it's one of the scariest moments I've ever had. So for me, I wrote about something that really affected me. So I used that moment kind of as the catalyst theme to build the movie around, uh, and it worked out really well. Uh, Scott, uh, with uh, Blue's writing process, how, do, how does he approach you with these ideas, and where do you help him along with that? Well, it, it's funny because the relationship that I've had with Blue has, has very much been an evolutionary process. Actually helped out in very minimal capacity on his very first short film, uh, and then as uh, as more films have come along, as my, my involvement has grown, uh, and and Blue is very much the, the type of writer where he has a concept, he'll pitch it to you, and then he goes into a dark room and writes it, and then shows it to you when it's done. Uh, however, <laughs> <laughs> however, with with Beacon Point, uh, this, this feature that we have just completed. Uh, in our screening here at Dances with Films. Uh, that that certainly was the first time where there was a lot more involvement up front. Uh, and we, we have been bouncing our, our next story ideas off of each other. And, and so with the upcoming endeavors that we'll be doing, it is an even more collaborative process. So uh, as, as our relationship has grown, so has my involvement more on the front end of story development. Yes, Scott's like the left side of the brain. I'm like the right side of the brain. Um, I mean, we do we work. We work every aspect of these movies. We work on together. I also want to give a shout out to my co-writer Tracy Carroll, who's here from LA. She's she lives in LA, and she's an incredible writer and um, a creative director at Warner Brothers. And uh, she was a huge force on this as well. But but Scott and I are really through every single aspect of the movie. Him and I are. You know, we're partners and we're side by side and we do everything together. It's, it's cool. It's cool to have somebody like that to bounce off of. That that is very true. Um, to go a little bit into the production process of Beacon Point, uh, how was it during the process? Was it kind of a smooth run or was it uh, more of a run and gun, get in and get out? It was a little bit of run and gun. I mean, you know, it's a low budget indie. I'm not gonna lie. You know, um, but that was to me that was what was cool about it. We we had a small crew, and we could we could afford to run and gun because we didn't have 600 people on set. Um, so it was a little run and gun, but we had enough time and enough experience on set to be able to get the things in a way that it looks extremely professional. The production value is very high. This is really where Scott shines. Scott and our other uh, producer, Matt Ackerman. I'll let Scott talk about the production process a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, and, and certainly to... 
guess echo uh, what Eric, uh, what Blue was saying, is that the the production was run and gun, but we had so much love on set. Everybody was in it, and you know we had days that went well beyond twelve hours, and you know there was some a little bit of gripes and grumblings, but uh, but everyone was in it. They weren't going to quit, and 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 hung in there with us. Um, yeah, and, and my my various roles on the film are producer, editor, post supervisor. So our our producer Matt Ackerman is uh, just a powerhouse of a guy who was able to pull together a really awesome team. So our, our actual production uh, really came under his wing, uh, and he pulled in a lot of folks that he had worked with before and had a, a good shorthand with. And they were very loyal and uh, to, to his work ethic and, and followed uh, followed in, a, in that very difficult shooting uh, that we did in the wilderness for uh, many weeks in the middle of the summer in Georgia where it's humid as hell. But uh, as far as post-production, wow, it, it, I headed up a team that are actually industry professionals that I have the privilege of, of working with day in and day out. Uh, I worked for Deluxe, uh, worked out of our Atlanta facility, and was able to uh, pull together some of my teammates there who were interested in the film, but then we also reached out to a number of folks in Atlanta that uh, that, that we had good relationships with. That's awesome. Uh, you guys talked a little bit about the crew. How was it working with the cast, and how did you guys kind of go through the process of picking the cast that you worked with with Beacon Point? Well, we, we worked with a casting director out of Atlanta called Big, uh, Big Picture Casting, um, and for those people that don't know about Atlanta, it's a huge movie town now. Uh, there's a there's a big tax incentive, a thirty percent tax incentive that is drawing lots of big big movies like Spider Man's being shot there, um, Guardians of the Galaxy Two was shot there. Scott works on a lot of these movies, um, you know, through Deluxe with his, his other job. But there's so there's a, there's tremendous resources. Uh, in Atlanta for filmmakers and one of those resources is there's a lot more casting coming out of Atlanta so we were very fortunate there's a there's a tremendous pool of actors very talented actors in Atlanta that we were able to audition um, but and then we also were able to pull out of oh hey we got our two leads um, Ray Olivier and John Burdell are LA actors and we pulled um, them from LA and we brought them to Atlanta for the show so, you know, we spent a lot of time casting. They say, you know, the, the, bigger, the biggest part of a, of a director's job is, is casting, and it's so true. And uh, we have a tremendous cast. The, the reviews that we're getting uh, are, are really glowing, and, um, you know, everybody's saying how great the cast is. So I, I couldn't be happier with our cast. And, uh, we, you know, we were fortunate. We had four or five days before we started shooting a rehearse. We were... Um, up in the mountains in this beautiful part of Georgia uh, at this you know mountain lodge that we had to ourselves uh, so we, we were able to go through everything and work very well together and build relationships so when we got on set it was like a oil machine and everything came off as we hoped it would that that's a good process to get through with, with casting I've always known that casting is a hard part of any production uh, what are your yeah. guys' hopes for uh, Beacon Point as more people see it? Uh, the biggest hope is to get the movie out there so people can see it. So distribution is the big thing. Um, you know, I went to film school, and it's funny. The two things they don't teach you in film school, at least when I was there in the 90s, is how to fund your movie and how to sell your movie. And 
and arguably those are the, the two most important parts of making a movie. So my biggest hope for Beacon, uh, for Beacon Point is for the, for the movie to get out there, um, you know, uh, theatrically. We're going to have a limited theatrical run with AMC Theaters. So we'll, we're going to be in five cities, uh, New York, Los Angeles, Atlanta, Houston, and then uh, one other city, which we still need to figure out. Um, but so to get it out there and, uh, you know, hit DOD, hit DVD, hit um, cable, all those all those kind of uh, things so that, that people can watch the movie. And then the other thing is I just, I hope it's entertaining. You know, I'm not trying to change the world with Beacon Boy or anything, but um, there's a lot of really cool stuff in it. A lot of subtleties. I'm really big on subtleties. I don't like whacking the audience over the head with uh, with a mess with a, like a message or a theme. So there's some really good subtle stuff in there that I hope people will think about. You know, after the movie. So what are your thoughts? That's awesome. And uh, before we wrap everything up, because I know you guys are pretty busy today, you have the big premiere tomorrow at the Chinese theater that I cannot wait to attend. Where can yeah. we f- find you guys online? And do you guys have any other projects you would like our listeners to know about? That's a great question, Josh. Thank you for asking that. <laughs> um, we're at uh, com, or if you just Google Beacon Point Movie, either one of those will get you to where we are. We've got our trailer online, and we've got reviews, and uh, we've got some exclusive clips that have just been released. Uh, we've got Beacon Point swag, T-shirts, and posters, and all kinds of great stuff, and updates from you know from the production on there. All kinds of exclusive material. So check us out online. We we worked really hard to have a big online uh, presence. And uh, again, yeah, our our world premiere is tomorrow night, June tenth, Friday, June tenth, here in uh, Hollywood at uh, the Chinese Theater. Come on out. Uh, it's at eleven thirty p.m. We're doing a midnight showing because it's a it's a, a sci-fi thriller. And that's a a great time to show a movie like that. So we're hoping to get a lot of people out. Um, get here while you can because it's, it's probably going to sell out that is awesome and with nowhere california we have a particular end question we'd like to ask everybody so we're going to pose it to you guys right now scott and yep. blue what is your favorite wtf movie moment <laughs> scott i'm going to make you go first this is always a hard one to answer <laughs> that, that is a hard one um well uh I just recently watched april heat and i think that that entire film was a, a big uh, WTF moment uh, with all of the all the blood sprays and pink mist everywhere. Oh, I definitely uh, agree with that one. I've got one. You have to think about that. I've got one. Lord of the Rings. I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan. I love that movie. You know, they, they go on this epic adventure and they walk all the way to Mordor. Why didn't they just take the damn eagles? You yeah. Know? Why didn't they just fly there? No, I totally agree with you on that one. <laughs> Would have been a lot quicker. <laughs> yeah. That's my, that's my WTF Those are awesome picks. I, I've i seen Hateful Eight recently, too, and I totally agree with you on the bloodshed and uh, other scenes of that movie that are like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, big time. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to seeing you tomorrow on the uh, the red carpet or the green carpet as it is. Like, uh, the carpet's actually green uh, uh, this year. Sounds good, man. I can't wait to be there tomorrow. Thank you so much for talking with us.